Welcome to the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life to share their experiences and helpful advice. And today I have Cheryl. She's a stay-at-home mother of two, and I'm excited to have her today on the podcast. So welcome, Cheryl. Thank you. <laughs> so I am really excited to have her kind of a backstory, but um, we've been trying to get up for a little while and record, and I am so pumped this morning because I'm finally getting to talk to you. So thank <laughs> you for joining me this morning. Yeah, mom life happens. It yes. Happens. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, I just want you to tell us a little about you. Um, and what you're up to now and your journey um, to motherhood. Okay. Um, well, I'm, well, it's not so recent um, anymore. I am a stay-at-home mom now um, for about maybe, I think it's been four months. And now I feel like I'm just starting to get the hang of it. At first, I was kind of missing, you know, the routine of going to a job every day. You know, that was my life. So having to transition back into being a stay at home mom at first was at first it was it felt like a little bit of vacation because it was summer. It's like, yay, fun. We're doing all this (laughs) other stuff. And then, you know, it became it came with more challenges. And now I think I'm, I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. Nice, nice. Now, um, you said it's been about four months that you became a stay-at-home mom. Now, what were you doing prior to being a stay-at-home mom? Um, before I um, before I had my children, I was a full-time fashion designer. So oh, nice. I, uh, yeah, I worked. I want to say maybe ten to fifteen years. I did custom design, and I had a small you know, little, it wasn't a storefront. It's like a studio space. And, um, you know, I was working long hours and working towards a dream. And then the dream kind of shifted a little bit when uh, I had my boy. So I would do, you know, freelance uh, fashion design or illustration here and there. And then, you know, having two small children that became very difficult. So I was like, I want to be able to spend time with them, but to have them in a more, uh, formal setting so I did um, early childhood and so I worked at their school and it was pretty cool because they got to leave with me and I got to check on them and you know fun little school activities and different things and so um, you know that was our life for a while and uh, then the summer uh, transitioned back to being a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Okay. So do you think you will do more of the staying a stay at home mom and not going back into the school again with them? Uh, I definitely don't want to go back into childcare. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer to, uh, you know, to hang around my own kids. Um, it was just a bit stressful dealing with, uh, 10 children. I work with infants. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dealing with 10 screaming babies all day and then having the energy to, you know, give my children what they need. So I definitely want to do yeah. something outside of uh, child care. No, I, I totally get it. Just having one baby is, is enough. I can only imagine having 10. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, um, you are 
saying that you're into the groove now of being a stay-at-home mom, um, what were some of your big challenges that you had initially with adjusting to the new routine and to being a stay-at-home mom? Uh, just getting a routine was difficult because I'm a very, uh, casual and relaxed person. So the kids are like, Hey, we want to eat cookies for breakfast. And I'm like, okay, I'm for it. So just having (laughs) some structure and, uh, creating routines, uh, has been, uh, the hardest part for me because I'm a pretty much go with the flow kind of person. So, um, just, just establishing a specific bedtime, you know, planning out meals. It's been like a lot of Pinterest, a lot of YouTube, trying to figure out things that I want to implement into my family and, you know, still using some of the things that maybe I had growing up, you know, I don't want that completely traditional lifestyle, but there are things from my childhood or, you know, growing up that help that I would like to, you know, help me transition into, um, raising my children okay now you mentioned pinterest and um youtube to find out um some things to incorporate in your routine have you found any resources like in particular like any blogs or certain websites that are really good go-tos for you um to get like meal plans and activities like you're talking about yes um i believe the name and i hope i don't mess it up um I think it's called the family fudge. She does like, uh, I think she homeschools, but she does these awesome like uh, lunches for her kids. I think she, that particular segment is called bunches of lunches and just making it fun to uh, for kids to like eat vegetables and things like that. Like my three-year-old vegetables, that's not his ministry. He will not eat them. He doesn't (laughs) care about consequences. Like I have, I, so I've gotten creative, like um, I'll make him sweet potato oatmeal or I'll put uh, okay. really cool smoothies together to make sure that he's getting the things and the nutrients and stuff that he needs. Okay, nice. Now, I know that um, mealtime is, at least for me, that's like one of the harder times because I have a two-year-old who used to eat anything. Mm-hmm. Like you put food in front of him, he'll eat it. And now he's in this like picky phase. Yes. So. It's starting to drive me just a little bit cuckoo because I'm like, what's wrong with you? You were eating this before. Now you don't want to eat it. Um, and then my five-year-old is, he's just a picky guy, but he's getting better because um, what happens is, is he wants to be like his daddy. So anything his daddy does, he'll do it because mm-hmm. he wants to be like daddy. So I'll do little things like, oh, look, daddy's eating this and he's nice and strong. Don't you want to be like daddy? So that's been what's helping me with the five-year-old, but I definitely think it would be cool to do some meals like um you're saying like the sweet potato um oatmeal that sounds really cool and it actually sounds like it tastes good too yeah so. it's pretty good <laughs> yeah i gotta try that okay and i'll definitely include um that link in the show notes so if you're listening you're like whoa i want to try that out definitely make sure that you um check out the show notes um, um at the end of the show here um now we talked a little bit about routine and I know that that is one thing that um, I've noticed really helps at least for, for me to make sure that the day runs a lot smoother yeah. <laughs> is having, you know, the routine of, you know, eating breakfast at a certain time, doing activities and then bedtime kind of routine. So I didn't know if you have certain routines that you've incorporated in your daily schedule and what those kind of look like. Well, yeah, we do. So when we come home, we usually kind of do a quick cleanup 
of like toys that may be still around or whatever. And then we'll have a snack and then we do homework. And then after homework, there's usually a little bit of TV playtime and then I'll start to cook. And then when I cook, they can kind of, you know, do have a little bit more free time, do things that they like to do. And then we, I like to sit down together and, uh, have dinner sometimes my husband he works late so he uh, cannot always join us but it's just I don't know it's something very important about dinner time you know like we may flip we may do homework first instead of cleaning or doing something else but I just think that um, having a set meal time is very very important okay so meal times is one of the big ones okay mm-hmm. nice now, are there certain things that you do to make sure that you keep your routine um, throughout the day? Yes. Um, I recently got into planning, like using um, the, um, I've been doing a lot of research about like Erin Condren planners and Happy Planner. And I got a little, you know, generic one from Barnes and, Barnes and Noble from now, for now. But um, just really being able to um, see the things that I have coming up or uh, using stickers. And I am a little embarrassed that I am an adult that is obsessed with stickers. But really, they help. <laughs> they don't do that. I do it, too. I do it, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I'm really enjoying it. And then my husband comes in. He's like, you, you're playing with the stickers again. I'm like, I am, but it, it really helps to keep me on track, you know? nice okay the planners recently have really helped me um keep track of everything and routines events doctor's appointments everything everything that we need okay so you have everything um in the planners um all appointments events Mm -hmm. everything is in there and it's a written planner. You don't use an app or anything like that. No, correct? this is an actual paper binder. Um, I started with the bullet because I love illustration. I started with the bullet journaling, but doing all those illustrations for planning everything, it took way too long. So once I was on YouTube again, I saw, um, you know, different planner videos. And I was like, this can actually help and cut down the time that I'm actually in my yeah. planner. So, uh, yeah, I kind of made that little shortcut, but it's been so helpful. They have target stickers for when you need to go to target Kroger stickers netflix all types of crazy stuff what you got those kind of stickers i need to see those (laughs) nice i like that i like that awesome now can you give us some of your best advice for other stay-at-home moms who maybe feeling like they're starting to get to a point where they want to pull their hair out and are feeling a little defeated the best advice have some type of support system um and I know that is easier said than done but someone that you can call like those moments when you're ready to pull your hair hair out have someone to call to um kind of like okay it's not the end of the world and you will survive this yes Um, just to maybe like a five minute chat or something and to do what's best for your family like you don't have to live that Instagram family life you have to do what works for your family and your family's lifestyle you know everything can be or make you feel so obligated to be cookie cutter or you know picture worthy but you have to do and implement what works best for you and for your children awesome that is really really good I like that I like that 
Now, one of my favorite questions to ask all of my guests is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Hmm. Recently, I would say to be able to function without sleep because I, <laughs> I am like a toddler now. When it's time for bedtime, I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep. I have to do this. I want to do this. I want to draw some more. So if I could be able to properly function without sleep, I would say that would be my superpower. That would be pretty good. (laughs) I like it. Nice. Now, if our listeners are wanting to learn more about you, where can they find you on social media um, and see what you're up to? Uh, I am on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Etsy. And it's Johnny Doll all across the board for all four platforms. Awesome. Awesome. And I will definitely make sure I include all of those links in the show notes. So don't um, feel bad. We will get all of that information for you. Um, I think we have got it all. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to me about you being a stay at home mom and sharing some um, new things about yourself that I didn't know about that. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast. To find the links that were mentioned in this episode and the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 11. There you'll find all of the links that Cheryl mentioned. And do me a favor, if you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe and also rate this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.